Wait, what's that from? Thundercats. Thundercats? Yeah, I'll go. It's from from Thundercats, but it's also from Juno. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. I mean, it's... I mean, that's what I was getting at. I wasn't, like, saying what is Thundercats. (laughs) It's from Thundercats. Thundercats are go! We have... Hi, guys. We have, like, new devices now. Yeah. Yeah. We are uh, recording ourselves on an iPad thing. And an Alexa thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's so about my yeah. technical so knowledge. Now you can it's see creepy. our faces. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Basically, you can see us. But we can't see you still. But you can't see us because we're not streaming on anywhere. But we are right. we're recording our faces. And so <sighs> maybe at some point you can watch us as well. Yeah. <laughs> if we, we post this somewhere. Apologize that you can see us. Yeah, I'm really sorry. Yeah. yeah. I, su- I said it wasn't a good and- idea. <laughs> Justin's being self-conscious. I, <laughs> I just I feel like now I have to look presentable every time I come on a podcast. Whereas before just I was hide just like, behind eh, your mic. I don't really care. Oh yeah, I'll just hide my face. Yeah. Okay. Um. So how's everyone doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's been a while since it, I've seen it you has. guys. I know since last night when we saw a movie. I wasn't there though. Yeah, that's true. Chris and I saw Black Klansman last night um, because the screener was at like 2 p.m. and we didn't get to see it like yeah. five weeks ago. And Thanks, it actually yeah. determines released. that one. Right. That's okay, but we, we paid money and I, I feel like it was worth paying money for it. Oh, yeah. yeah um, but great. we'll have a more detailed discussion about that a little bit later. Um, but in the meantime, there's some really exciting TV news. For Christopher. Oh, so excited. Yes. <laughs> I am so excited This is for like this. the first time that I can actually present some amazing movie news. Oh, all it's on my so own. good. Denise Richards. See how bad at sarcasm I am? <laughs> it's I gonna it's say, the best. Look how bad I started this, but saying just saying Denise Richards. <laughs> Denise Richards. Oh, no. Uh, is officially going to be a housewife on the Housewives of Beverly Hills. So this is a quote unquote reality show, right? Yes. Okay. And it is real. So we should feel sorry for no, Denise Richards. No, it's the Richards. one that he yeah. watches all the time. I, I watch know. all of them. Well, that's why I was surprised, because she's an actress. Right. Yeah. Or Beverly was an Hills actress, is one or of the Beverly Hills is one of the better. Or are, are some of them actresses already? Uh, like, like, yes. Lisa Rinna. Lisa Rinna. Is she on that? She's uh-huh. on it. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's I thought on she it. was big time. Um, and then I no. forgot her name, but she was on Days of Our Lives forever. Lisa Rinna. No, but it was a, a, a oh. block. <laughs> uh, it was, she's not, I don't, I don't think she's still on anymore, but I really liked her. She, yeah, she's been on Days of Our Lives forever. Um, Lisa Rinna was also on it as well. Yeah. But yeah, uh, a lot of, I, I mean, I guess, yeah, there's always usually an actress. There's, uh, um, Scotty Pippen's wife is in the Miami one. Yes. Ex-wife. Scotty Pippen. Ex-wife. I actually know who They're that divorced is. now. I, I'm blanking on names, but there's one who's a uh, like a pop singer oh. um, as well. So yeah, they all have their talents. Well, interesting. Yeah. Lisa Vanderpump. That's that's why I like uh, The Housewives of Beverly Hills, because Lisa Vanderpump is in it. Is that Vanderpump Rules? Yes. Well, she... Cre- yeah. So her uh, restaurant, Pump and Sir... Pump and so they, they had like a spinoff uh, where she manages her. Um, Sorry, bars. I'm doing things to yeah, my mic. So yeah, what are you come doing? on. I don't like, know. This so disruptive. It's not my normal mic. You're so disruptive. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's not my normal mic. So it's like weird. I know. I'm using out. your mic and I feel it's, like it sounds weird in my ears. It's all strange. We're so. in new positions. I have to be next to Chris now. Also, it's brighter in here. Why did we let that happen? Yeah. Anyways. Fix it. I can. <laughs> <laughs> We're turning and lights there off. There goes Justin. Oh, We're there turning. you go. Okay. I still feel that. Yeah, I like that. 
No, that's it's different because like I'm facing the light now, whereas before, that's why I don't like it because like those are right in my face. Oh, it also looks way better on the camera with the dim yeah, light. Yeah, like we have so. a spotlight. Anyways, spotlight. Uh, yeah. So you're super excited about that edition because it's like an actual legit person. Right. I mean, I wouldn't uh, call Denise Richards legit. She, she's been in movies. She's been in movies. She was the Wild worst. Things, and she's a Bond I, girl. I was going to say the Wild Things was about it. Is not she notoriously the worst Bond girl? Yes, that's what I was about to say. Uh, well, I thought so, but the scientist who was Holly Berry wasn't that great either. I would say Holly Berry is better than Denise Richards. Wasn't yeah. her last name Christmas in the movie too? It's like yes, because I think he said Christmas. something like. Uh, I forgot what Pierce oh, Bronson so said. Awful. Something like, I'm going to enjoy Christmas. Yeah. I don't know. Or Christmas yes, comes early. Yes. Worst. Yes. Something like that. I don't know if that's the line that he said, but that's the way I would have written <laughs> that's it. Is well, Christmas like, comes what early. makes it interesting to me is like, will Charlie Sheen be on Real Housewives now? Because oh. like, Who is she they, married to? Is that, are they together? Well, they were divorced. No, they have kids together, though. Like, she'll, she, she'll talk about it. Would he make an appearance? I don't think so. I think she's divorced from Charlie Sheen. I don't think How can you be a housewife if you're divorced? I don't know. One of the Atlanta housewives. They single people now. Because they probably yeah, I shouldn't question that. Women can know. do whatever they want. We'll see. One of the um, one of the housewives on Atlanta, she was married to um, the main character in Cool Runnings. I forgot oh, his what? name. Neat. Uh, yeah. John Candy's dead. No, the the <laughs> main uh, not Sanka, but the um, I don't remember oh, the names. Maurice. Except for drive, Maurice. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe. So so he's been on the show a couple times because the, they have kids together. I what believe, does he so. even look like now? That's weird. Still like a good looking guy. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. yeah is he still doing stuff? Goldberg. Goldberg is not oh, a good yeah. Oh Goldberg. yeah. There's our movie. Oh, that was so That's a great sad. segue. That was the most like heartbreaking picture I've ever he's seen. He's 38 yeah. years old. And, and looks like 57. What? Way more. He Way looks like, terrible. I was going to say like 80. Yeah. He looks, he looks like a everybody skeleton. Everybody Google Goldberg. Goldberg. Uh, Mighty Ducks. From Mighty Ducks and then see what he's happens. Goldberg. He, he got into the meth. Spoiler alert. He got, into, so. he got into the meth and just it did things to him yeah. <laughs> that he I can't explain. Awful. I mean, I remember seeing him pop up and stuff over the years and never looked great, but this is pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, see, I don't remember ever seeing him since Mighty Ducks, and I'm yeah. just real sad about it. Man, yeah, that was, that was a gut punch to childhood. Yeah. <laughs> he looks terrible. Mighty Ducks, Heavyweights. Oh, man, I missed him in Heavyweights. Yeah. I love that. I love that movie. That's a great movie. You know what else I watched over the weekend that's a great movie? That has stood the test of time. Sure. Little Giants. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I love so Little good. Giants. I, you laughed at me when I said it's like empowering women. And you're like, Yeah, I did. Mm, Icebox. Icebox. Like, how is that empowering women? Uh, because she can do what? The same thing that men can? Yeah. And like back in you the know. 90s. And okay. it was, well, no, I'm like, <laughs> she thought she needed to be a cheerleader right. to be a, to be a girl. To be a and, but then she be... decides and realizes that that's not what she wants. Yeah. And so she doesn't she do it. She spends the whole movie talking about wanting to be Don't pretty. Not little giants just because you have a love interest for what's his name. I do love Demisawa. Yeah. Make out Demisawa. Demisawa. Sawa. Final destination. God, what kind of last name is Sawa? Sawa. I'm just jealous. Sawa. I wish I could look that good. Was when a I was that teen age. heartthrob, and yeah. every girl loved him. With that bull haircut, man, that was <laughs> that was awesome. He was dreamy, and I don't and think he, I don't now. think he still is. <laughs> no, yeah, he's not bad now. I mean, he didn't turn into like Ralph Macchio, but he's, he's still uh, getting work. He's, yeah. he's still uh, he's still doing stuff. Not terrible to look at. <laughs> Who was it? Was it him that was selling like? deodorant on youtube or something what? you looked him up i think on youtube and uh it I'm was like some video him? yeah and he was like 
promoting something. I'm like, is this what happens? Oh, he's a child it was, actor uh, and he's promoting like I think a, it was like shampoo or yeah, something. Like, he wow. should have been promoting toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know. That's he true. Been doing they need to do more stuff like that. Like if he's not getting work, he should like do like throw yeah. toilet paper like a football. I'm just be, waiting for JTT to like show up in a hammer commercial or yeah. something. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That guy looks familiar. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's Jonathan Taylor Thomas selling tools. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope I, I hope he cameos or, or in John Favreau's Lion King. Oh yeah, oh As yeah, something. he was Simba's voice. Yeah. yeah, baby Simba, little Simba. Weird. I still I like. Uh, I'll be home for Christmas. I watch that every Christmas. Or was the we Man of the House or man I do house like I like that one. Was the, what was the one with uh, Tim? No, Home Improvement. No, <laughs> no, I'm oh, thinking uh, uh, the, the that wasn't Jonathan Taylor Thomas though. Yes, it was the that kid was where he else. like was yeah. brought from the jungle. Right. Or oh, something. Jungle to Jungle. Jungle. Yes. I love Jungle to but Jungle. But I'm mixing my actors because JTT was not in that. But no. JTT was in Home for or what? what I'll, be home for I'll be home for Christmas. I'll be home for And Man of the House. Yes. Man of the, Man of the House. I liked Man of the yeah. House. Yeah. And I'll be home for Christmas. <laughs> I remember seeing that in theaters. Yeah, those were both funny. I own so, both of those. I don't, you, I don't own I'll Be Home for Christmas, but I made my wife watch it a couple years ago for Christmas, mm-hmm. and she hated it. What? And it's not very good, but the nostalgic part of me still enjoyed it. <laughs> it's, it's not a great movie. No, it's not means. very good. Jessica Biel is in it. Yeah. Really? Oh, and by the way, see, now we're just like talking about all sorts of movie news. Uh, this I is think, feeling a lot more like a normal conversation. Yeah, now. I know. We Sorry, podcasters. Yeah. Uh, I think The Sinner season two uh, started. Yeah, a couple weeks week. ago. Yeah, yeah, they promoted it. On, they it, were interviewed uh, Jessica Biel in a sat interview on so KCL. We never, we were on, and I can't tell you why, but when it first aired, uh, we were stuck on the last episode. We never watched it. But I was always infatuated with Bill Pullman's character. And so now I think the second season is just him. Yeah. And like a new case, which Carrie is Coon. cool. Hmm. Huh? Ooh. Carrie Coon. I like Carrie Coon. Who's yeah. that? Carrie Coon. Really? No. No. Oh, she's great. He didn't watch oh. The Leftovers. She's fantastic. She was, oh, well, she was in, uh, oh, man, she The was Post. In, and she was which also was in she Avengers. In? Which yeah. one was she in The Post? She was the lady who worked in the newsroom. Oh, okay. And she was yeah. also an Avengers. Well, I yeah. might as she well. She was the lady with all the makeup that tried to kill them. The that was bad. Well, I just evil, tried the to... evil lady. The evil okay, lady. I tried She's to forget really about good. the post. Carrie Coon's amazing. Get familiar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Gone Girl. She was Ben Affleck's sister in Gone Girl. Oh, okay. Now yeah. I know what you're yeah. talking about. She's really good. Now she you're looks talking totally different now, though. She like does. it still weirds me out that that was Carrie Coon. Yeah. She look there's like two different actresses I always get confused with because I she looks like the lady in Mindhunter a little bit mm-hmm. and on her Twitter it actually says I am not in Mindhunter hmm. and oh. then there's another actress who's in Lost in Space that I always think is Carrie Coon and then I realize that it's not. Hmm. By the way, I just realized I don't think you're in any shots. Me, Justin. Oh bummer! Like isn't that camera focused? He's on it. No, that's Sarah right now. Oh okay. Now it's now all, it's you. Now it's me and Sarah. And I'm just out of it. And Are, now you're out of it. Now no. it's me. So no, no one, we're fine. No one knows what we're talking about. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so Justin, uh, movie passes over, right? Basically, I, for me it is. I canceled my my subscription. But the service is over, the basically. Ser- Did it's, they officially end it? I no, think it's still but, like on. Oh, okay. So with no, the just, deal, they said three movies per month. Yeah. Right? So I dropped it after they announced that certain new movies weren't going to be on there because I already wasn't because they had already limited it. Or like to one a week or something instead of however many a day. So you paid how much did you pay? Ten bucks. Ten bucks a month month. uh, for a year. Yes. Or you you were did you you didn't pay for the year? Oh no, I didn't do the year thing, which it would have been cheaper technically. Well, no, no, I wouldn't have because I canceled it. But um, 
Yeah, so they announced that, like, so Mission Impossible you couldn't watch with Movie Pass, and then I think Christopher Robin you weren't going to be able to watch. And so I just decided I'm, I can just go see Cinemark matinees for 4 bucks or four twenty five or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's not worth it. And then right after I canceled it, they announced that now you can only see three movies a month, which is really lame. For 10 bucks. For ten bucks, or or how, maybe maybe if you do the year, it's eight. I think bucks I saw it was like ni- maybe that's AMC's was like nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, and AMC's is like only three movies or something. Too, I think maybe. that one is is it theirs is either three is it three a week? It's either or maybe or maybe one a week. I think, it's, but I think it's you get other three benefits. Or four in a month or something. But like I think that. you get benef- some other benefits mm-hmm. for it. But yeah, yeah. I so with Movie Pass when it first came out, so yeah, you you can pay ten dollars a month, and then it was unlimited movies. Well, once per one. It was per like day. one a day. Yeah, and, and then they limited how many times you could see a particular movie. So, like, even my app, it would tell me, like, blockers. I used it to go see blockers, and it would tell me, you've already seen this movie. So you couldn't go, you couldn't use Movie Pass to see it again. Right. It would block you. Right. From seeing blockers. Blockers, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I just never found, I mean, I thought that was, like, a genius way to get people to go to movies, and it was, like, an amazing deal. Yeah. But you kind of started to figure out that that was going to last yeah, too they, long because it's too good of a deal. Apparently had gone broke at some point and mm-hmm. had to borrow like $5 million to keep going. And then they sort of not started announcing more changes. And, Which like, I'm know. not, so were they going broke because like they're purchasing the tickets right. for you yeah. and then you're paying Basically. them. So they just, yeah. Like how was that going to work to begin with? Yeah. Like, it was, it was doomed. And that's what I even told my wife when I first got cost it. cost way more than what, they're asking people right. to right. That's pay. When I first Obviously. got it, I was like, even if it goes under, like it's going to save me a little bit of money in the long for run. A little bit. And I think it might have, but like I had a month where I only saw two movies and I saw them both at Cinemark. So I only spent like eight bucks that month on movies technically and paid 10, but paid 10 bucks for movie pass. So I didn't even make my... Well, it's too bad. I mean, like, I wish it could have worked, but yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't see any way how that... Right. Letting people just... Go hog wild on movies. Right. I, I start to kind money. of wonder about Netflix without increasing the price every year. And I, I told my wife that I'm fine with paying like a dollar more per year if they're spending $13 billion on mm-hmm. all this original content and all these things. I mean, right. like, it, 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 I'm willing to pay that if they're going to provide so much content. Right. Because at some point, how is Netflix allow or is able to spend thirteen billion dollars and then not start raising prices? Like it's going to happen eventually. But with MoviePass, it was just like too good of a deal from the get go yeah. to where I don't know. I don't understand how movie studios are like allowing that to happen. And so yeah. I'm not surprised. I'm kind of surprised it lasted as long as it Same. did in terms of. A really good deal for well, and some the theaters consumer. didn't allow them, right. uh, and I think you could pay more. They started trying to add benefits, like you could pay more to see a premium movie, like at seven o'clock. If you wanted to go see Avengers on opening night, you would have to pay a little bit more to go see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, they were going to add features where you could take a friend or something, but you'd have to pay a little bit more. But I don't know. This wasn't. I don't think it was ever going to work. Yeah. Well, Chris and I had a not fleshed out but pipe dream idea of a way that we can yeah, have our yeah. own movie theater but also let it be like an exclusive like subscription based like yeah. movie it was like a movie club basically yeah, yeah. we were like oh sure. we should we should have That's a theater we'll it. where it's like a movie club for people that they pay like a flat price and like you get the theater and it has like several rules to keep all the annoying people yeah. out that we don't like being <laughs> yeah. in the theater was with. it a three strike policy basically yeah. where yeah if you sure. get three like, strikes you're out yeah 
can't be in the movie club anymore. <laughs> I already like it. But like, yeah, like we never figured out like how to make it profitable. Because no. like, I mean, you'd obviously want the movie club to be able to see different movies mm-hmm. per month. Right. For make but it if it's a limited it. subscription. Right. We talked about um, a beer garden. Yeah. yeah. And, f- and food trucks. And truck. food trucks out there. Yeah. So you like you do... Because you go to a movie and or dinner in a movie, and it's like you have to go to two places. This way, you mm-hmm. only get one place to go, and then you get their food and a beer garden, and it's like we need a, a whole date in one area. We need a healthy food truck and like a fun food truck because sure. every time, and you brought this up, I think every time you go to a movie, yeah. there's not like it's healthy like options. Crap. And so it's you like, should have a daycare room so you can pay I a little said, bit yeah, extra. Yeah, we said that. To well, that was part of it. Kids. That was part of it. There was a daycare in there, like IKEA. You know, yeah. when you just drop your kid off yeah. in that little room and like sign a sheet, and then it's like, whatever happens to him, well, yeah. like, I'm leaving him in the hands of IKEA. Can this? Do you, do you remember our bathroom idea? Yeah. yeah. Can this exist? Wait, wait, in this movie wait. Theater? Did you say our bathroom idea uh, or your bathroom idea? Yeah. I, that's like I took. I that said pisses our. Pisses me off to no end because, like, I swear to God, I come up with all these inventions ideas, and then like all my friends just make them. Oh, you remember when we had the idea for right. this? I'm like, well, no, it was, it was not we. Yeah. It's still Although, my hey, invention. Hey, it was on our podcast. Yeah. That's that true, we but share. it's still my invention. <laughs> Okay, do you well, remember your invention of the bathroom? Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah, also... It should be in there. It, the, yeah, like, so they the, they would have the toilets in the back. Sure, and, sure. And uh, uh, you're not missing the movie, and seats that, like, when somebody next to you wants to, like, shake their legs or mm-hmm, do whatever, mm-hmm. like, you're not feeling that and being disrupted, okay. and... Well, I think this sounds great. Yeah, but, like, how do you make money? Like, the idea was we had... It was a theater with two screens, so every week you... On both screens, you're playing a different movie. Right. So, like, you'd get to see two movies a week, two new movies a week if you wanted mm-hmm, to. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, what, eight? Yeah, it's like eight films usually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A month. Yeah. Well, for movie subscription. I like for it. a cool place to go where people who don't talk and shake seats and yeah. <laughs> you can bring sure, your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Bring your kids. And uh, I, wish yeah. it, I wish there was a way to make that work because, like, I feel like I would pay money for that. I would. Yeah. 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 I totally would. Like, you could even do, like, you I'll, know, film, like, it could be, like, book club. Like, if you become friends with the people, yeah. other people who are in the movie club, you, like, can talk film. Mm-hmm. Like, you can have, yeah. like, discussions. Like, okay, today we're talking Lord of the Rings films. Come at 8 p.m. and have a beer and go in the beer garden. Yeah. And yeah. We'll talk about Lord of the Rings. Like, Ooh, we I should feel like bring it'd be back, something people would want to do. Mm-hmm. Bring back trivia games before the movie. Yeah. Oh, Remember yeah. When oh, just yeah I love yeah. that. Yeah. Or they could be, like, text ones. Yeah. Where you text in your answer and then it like pops up on screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be your first customer and I promise not See, to. See, you're, you're adding to my idea. So and now I, it can oh, be our. Oh, I was just about to say I won't take idea. credit yeah. for this yeah, one. No, but like, okay. You're adding to it. So okay. now I feel like it's a it's an R idea instead yeah. of just a me. It's just a, yeah. So I, I can be an investor? Sure. Okay. Let's take investors now. Anybody who thinks that we should yeah. do a movie club. <laughs> Tweet us. This is, yeah. Tell us how to make it profitable because we're not money people. No, no. I think it's a good idea, but that's sad about Movie Pass for real. Like, I wish, I wish there. Yeah, was I think a way something that like that was a, good, that work. a yeah. good idea in theory, but yeah. But in theory, it did not work. I think they need to. I mean, I I know that we want to keep movie theaters in business, but I kind of wish that there was like a premium subscription base like a Netflix but through AMC where well, you could stream yeah. the, the like pay a, a premium oh. price yeah and like like 50 bucks a month and get access movies to from home. 
like one like the biggest movie That'd be crazy. opening of the I still week love or the, something. I love the that would be theater crazy. experience so much. Yeah. yeah. But, but I think I'm sure people would like that. And I don't know. Maybe I'll think about AMC service, even though it's twenty bucks a month. But I would have to because it's twenty bucks. I would have to make sure I was uh, make sure I was going right mm-hmm. at least twice well, yeah, a month. Yeah, because it is hard for people to get out of their house. Like, I mean, when yeah. I get my movie screeners in, and I've got like twenty of them, like uh, sometimes I'll give them. And they're like, "Oh, I have not seen a single one." Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like because people can't get out yeah. to see all those things, that, and they yeah. usually want to see. a lot I of try them, so. really hard to see one movie a week. You're but that good at happen. you're good about it, but like I, have a I can see how like a lot of. I mean, some people, some of my friends probably haven't been to a movie theater in like a year. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is crappy and i would be very sad if that was the case the last time that i actually i without the screenings that we go to i think game night was the last one that i um like went with some friends to Mm -hmm. and i'm like that was it's already on dvd and yeah Yeah. i saw mission impossible and so that was recent (laughs) (laughs) and you liked it i did really like it it's because it's amazing it's very good. What is this it's arm long. thing that people keep talking about? He like reloads them. He like reloads his arms. His arms are guns. Yeah, he like reloads them like guns. It's amazing. But Apparently, like, did, he improvised have you not it. seen that in the trailer? No. So yeah, he does that, but it's not like his arms are guns. They're no. They're just guns, <laughs> his arms are really yes, his, guns. his arms are actually guns. I was guns. like thinking Robocop or something. Reloading. And I was like, no. okay, this is. Weird. It's yeah. just a weirdly. He's a big dude, so it's just an intimidating, cool yeah. action yeah. movie thing that he's doing. Yeah. And like everybody's talking about it because it's. And I guess he improvised it's amazing. it. He did. Yeah. So like he was shooting the scene and he's like, I don't know if he just did it. Like, and the next, and then he felt self, self-conscious about it. So yeah. he's like, oh, maybe I should have done that. So the next take, yeah. he didn't do it. And uh, the director was like, was it Christopher McQuarrie? McQuarrie. Yeah. So Christopher McQuarrie said, wait, what? <laughs> do that again. That yeah. was awesome. <laughs> so he kept doing it. And it and it was cool. Well, if we ever yeah. make a movie, then I'll just uh, reload my noodles. <laughs> yeah. No, it won't. It won't it's a strangely badass thing. I don't it know really what it is. is. It's so badass. It's just like so and it was like, a good damn. fight. And it was a good fight scene because there was like no music. Yeah. So it was just quiet and it's just so inviting fighting. I got, like Mission Impossible probably up there for like one of my favorite movies this year. Yeah. No, good. same for sure. It's really good. Especially for being a sixth entry in a franchise. That yeah. is insane. I really well, enjoyed it. This brings us to our next conversation. Tom Holland. Oh, are we going that route? <laughs> I mean, I, we are, you can bring that up first. We have a... <laughs> oh, I guess that would have been a good segue. Yeah, that's fine. Sarah Tom ruined it. No, this is fine. I like Spider-Man. We weren't okay. supposed to talk about Mission Impossible, but That's we right. Did. We went on a but tangent. But it flows into what we're going to talk about. Okay, let's talk about no, that. No, no, Tom so, Holland. Yeah, let's talk about Tom Holland first. This is way funnier. Come on. Tom Holland is getting in trouble again for spoiling things. So did he... Sorry, go on. Uh, no, I, I, that's it. <laughs> oh, Tom Holland is getting in trouble again. But now the Russo brothers are like calling him out on it. Yeah. And like, yeah, he's terrible because um, he like spoiled the title of Spider Man. Yeah, because of the screen, he was like holding the yeah, screenplay on the, the back. IPad. And, didn't realize and then the yeah. Avengers didn't. I saw that clip with Don Cheadle where he was like spoiling the yeah. ending, right, of Avengers. Well, so now like somebody like found some old YouTube video, I guess that he did mm-hmm. like last year when they were promoting Infinity War, and he like spoiled the new Avengers. Yeah. Uh, and so now the Russo brothers are like talking about that, saying like, "God, he's terrible." I yeah. don't know if I saw that spoiler. But I know that yeah. I saw interviews mm-hmm. where like he it was him and Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. and they asked a question and yeah. he's like yeah. trying to answer and Benedict Cumberbatch is like up oh, up oh, yeah. nope yeah nope. Well, now like they've dug dug up him talking about 
Well, I mean, like, I guess I can say it because it's like out there. Yeah. Oh, it's like this Avengers. He talks yeah. about. Oh, he talks. Okay. He says quantum realm. He's like, oh yeah, like Benedict's oh, yeah. always like talking about the quantum realm yeah. and like. That I did see that, yeah. and people are like, which has so been, that's going to be a major, and that's been a big theory. Which we know it's, it's going to be a theory. And then, in that one with Don Cheadle, didn't he say like the the person interviewing them was like said something like, "Are they all?" Like, are people going to die or something? Oh, that was Mark Ruffalo. Oh, it's yeah. Mark Ruffalo. Because he's also okay, gotten in trouble because he accidentally live-streamed Thor yes. Ragnarok yes. Uh, on his Instagram I'm or sorry. Something. I totally ruined oh that God. whole example. Yeah, that's so funny. And Don Cheadle was like, dude. Like, he was like kind of... And then There's Mark like Ruffalo was like, are you going to... Like, are they going to be mad at me? And then is he like, then Don Cheadle be like, yeah, probably. Yeah. But everybody thought it was a joke because I think he was like, everybody dies or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So they thought it was a joke. Yeah. You know? But he but he <laughs> almost said half. Like, if you watch it, he's like, half everybody dies yeah. yeah they're all bad uh, anyways the russo thing was funny so you guys should yeah it's it is funny especially because he's a little he's a kid mm-hmm. he's so young but we should talk about um that's Oscar still a good thing. segue because yeah. the avengers movies are very popular movies yes. they are and they didn't get nominated for anything right let's talk they never about have have they i don't think ever uh, i don't know maybe effects yeah. or well, so the academy awards are doing this dumb thing where I'm Biggest saying dumb. I, I, I'm, I don't really I like actually it, no. don't know how I feel about yeah. it yet. I, deci- I decided that I don't like it. I think yeah. I don't like it, but yeah. I haven't really put a lot of thought into what it is about it that I don't like. But let's talk about it, and sure. then I'll decide yeah. if I like it or I don't like it. So they're they're saying now they're giving it away an award. I'm not clear on if this is going to be like before they give away Best Picture or if it's going to be something like early on in oh, the night. Right. Like mm-hmm. how important is this award? Right. I don't right. know. And it's um, one of the many changes a, they're it's making. It's going to be a popular ca- popular movie category. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whatever the popular movies of the year, which I don't know how they determine that. Is right. it based right. on ticket gross? sales? I think or it's gross box or, office. Yeah, like, what is that based on? I would of? hope that it was... Uh, I think they do need to make sure the rules are specific because sometimes movies are really popular but yeah. don't make a lot of money. Well, like that, Drive was a, an example of like having a huge following that, and it didn't really get nominated. Well, and it yeah. also begs the question, like, do you get nominated if you're a popular movie, but also could you also be nominated for Best right. Picture? Because right. right. a lot of the Best Pictures are also very popular. Like, look at Titanic. It was like right. the biggest grossing mm-hmm. Well, they nominated film. Mad Max. Yeah, like, uh, does that get both? Like, just like how uh, they did, no, they nominated Toy Story 3, for that and best animated feature, like again, yeah. For so both. I'm like kind of unclear on whether or not this is like a consolation prize for those that aren't nominated yeah. for best picture, but also That's, did really well, or if you could also be best picture and a popular picture yeah, movie. Right. That's like, exactly that just weird. It's exactly how I took it. Was that this is their weird way to appease people like me who think certain movies like The Dark Knight should have been nominated for best picture mm-hmm. or something. And I think it's yeah, I think it's their. They, it's their way of of a compromise, but I think it's the wrong kind of compromise. I think right. the answer should be you need to just actually give these movies right. an honest right. chance. Well, and like for instance, I mean, it it upsets me that they're doing this this year too because I think one of the problems is that I think Black Panther could be nominated for Best Picture, yeah. but I feel like this is might be a way for them to be like, oh, it can go in the popular movie category. The same thing that they... The whole idea of what the Academy is doing is wrong because they opened up the Academy Awards. They changed it from five Uh several years ago to open it up to... 10 and they i thought the whole reason to do that was to accommodate those more, kind of movies. more yeah. movies yeah. after the dark knight got snubbed then they did that and there was a couple like Toy avatar. story avatar you know whatever but then every it seems like there hasn't really been like you know last year wonder woman didn't get nominated right. you, you always have like these bigger movies that still they open it up for the smaller films which is fine 
But then now I feel like they're doing this for two reasons. One, primarily, I think, to get a bigger audience oh, for I the Oscars. For because people, this yeah. was, I think, the last year was one of the was lowest. The, was one of the lowest uh, it, I thought they said in like a decade. Oof. Um, but then, yeah, I also feel like they're trying to accommodate everything. But my opinion is you're almost tarnishing the Oscars because yeah. now it's turning into the MTV movie. You're awards, right, exactly. And it's a little bit. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I feel so that I mean, best picture really has turned into, okay, what was the most indie like dramatic movie of the year? Uh, like that's mm. going to win. And it's kind of not fair. Cause like, why can't other, I remember when like Melissa McCarthy was like nominated for her role in heat or something. Or like, it, was, oh, yeah. it was like, yeah. yeah, she was like nominated for an Oscar for like yeah. that role. I remember being like, well, that's like, why, like, why was she in that cat? Like, that's mm-hmm. weird. But like, I also hate that line of thinking that like, just because it's a, like quirky yeah. comedy mm-hmm. like oh you 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 should be snubbed or overlooked right. for an Oscar. like why why is that like because those films are good too they make yeah. people laugh like yeah. just because yeah. they're not like and i'm guilty of this too because i remember i was on like the denzel washington fences kick where mm-hmm. it was like god he was just like the dramatic and he was crying yeah. like uh-huh. how do you not give the uh-huh. actor the to same, people like that same way i mean yeah um too. but it shouldn't be that way right you know i feel like the comedies and the bigger blockbusters also have total merit I for also being a good movie. just think it's going to feel like a slight to some of those movies that get nominated for this popular movie because it's like, well, you were very popular, but you weren't good enough to be Best yeah. Picture. But right. what, like, I mean, what makes a movie good enough to be, you know, like, I mean, I definitely right. think that there are comedies that are just as good as, or big budget blockbusters that are just as enjoyable yeah. as some of those like more dramatic also ones. sometimes movies are really popular and they're not that good that's right. true no that's right. totally true like suicide squad made that's, a ton no, of money that's, and was not that a good is, movie. but that should not be nominated for a popular no. movie Oscar, like, Sky, I like think. people were going off on twitter about skyscraper like they were showing the poster from skyscraper oh, with yeah. the rock and it's like so is this gonna be nominated now yeah. because i'm not saying that that was like very popular but yeah, stuff like that weird. can yeah. be what a big box popular. office it's, the meg it needs yeah. to be yeah. more clear you know. on like what they're actually yeah. like planning on putting in that category but i also see the point where it's just like yeah it's just like the consolation prize because right. they're never gonna give black panther a, a yeah Oscar i think it's not. right which yeah. is dumb why why not why right. shouldn't it be and if, like what the last three best pictures probably no one's like no one right. saw moonlight no one saw shape of water mm-hmm. what was before it was spotlight before that i think so like people weren't watching these movies right well, and you know unfortunately i mean you know i don't want to get too political here but i think that i would say that some of the reason why people aren't watching the academy awards in recent years is because they some people feel like it's too political and i think like where we live I think like anytime we post something that's like Hollywood asked, like we don't get a lot of reaction. And uh-huh. so I feel like a lot of people, at least in our area, they're not watching. There's a small piece. This the same way that people weren't watching the NFL like they used to because of the political message. Uh-huh. And I feel like that, that, that could be a small portion of it. Why their ratings aren't as good because some people don't want to hear it, which I yeah. think everybody like should. A, like liberal Hollywood or right. Whatever. And yeah. so like, I mean, that's part of it, but, do you think that if they nominated something like Black Panther, do you think that that would solve the problem and get more viewers? To do you think people really care about oh if it wins Best Picture? Now I want to go tune in and see if it. Like, does. I don't I mean, think I don't it's know. ever going to win, but like just have it. Like what's the harm in having something like that? Not it was a right. good movie. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can nominate things. Like doesn't mean it's going to beat out like a three billboards because mm-hmm. no right. way, not a chance. I, but like it's still just as good i and i thought that the answer 
was because they've they've been opening up the academy members to to new people lately like to in order to have more diversity and things like that but they've been off they've been getting people that are kind of younger to be included mm-hmm. i thought that was going to be the answer because if yeah. you're if all of your academy are like 60 70 80 year old people obviously they're going to focus on these certain movies because that's their thinking about mm-hmm. whatever yeah. or whatever but incorporating more uh you know younger people who are growing up with these mo- more modern things i I thought that was going to be the answer because i mean someone like seth rogan i think is in the academy now he might be open he he might vote for a movie like black Mm -hmm. panther or whatever and i think that's what it should be it should be just the voting needs to be different like don't just do another category just make sure you're you're that's the problem the oscars are doing the opposite of what they've been trying to do for years and years it's just gotten more and more like not inclusive of things like it's been this like Mm -hmm. unspoken rule that it's got to be an indie dramatic, you know, right. like you yeah. got to have this certain type of movie to win something and the voting reflects that. So, yeah, I think you're right. Just like having the diversity of people who yeah. are actually voting and nominating, they well, need they to always... like ramp that up to make yeah. it look like the people who are watching the movies and exactly well, they always the films that are to, out there to, to throw in what I call like. I have it, it's hard for me to say this because I haven't seen some of these films like Loving, uh, Nebraska, Carol, some of those movies that like I feel like are so so indie that like I don't. It, this isn't fair for me to say that I don't think they should be nominated, but I always feel like in years there's always like one or two that are nominated for Best Picture that could have gone to a bigger box office yeah. movie, but mm-hmm. they don't. So that's where I think the change needs to be is that there's some that are get, there's always in a year there's like five six or well let's say four or five that are a given that are going to be nominated but then those other ones that could just kind of be like okay that's a giveaway but why would you not nominate black panther for best picture this year depending right. on what else comes out and because then now they like, could give it to popular it's like film. they almost feel like they're it's like too they feel like they're too good or like too highbrow for that i don't know i, like, I don't know like i just feel like they've become too big for the you know mm-hmm. like we're it's almost like the oscars are snooty now it's like yeah. we're we're above black panther we're above like you know blockbuster movies like that right just dumb well I, we we also it's it movies that are blockbusters and also genuinely really good i feel like haven't started happening until a lot more recent i mean we've had yeah. some stuff like I don't know. Well, like, I mean, I thought good, Titanic but... was good. That's like technically a blockbuster yeah. movie, but it was a good movie back then, you know, and it won. Yeah. Well, so we um, just kind of shied. We stopped doing that. Braveheart. Braveheart was kind of like a blockbuster. Yeah, but even those, they're still like dramas. They're not. Yeah, that's you know, true. I mean, I, I mean, Braveheart. I mean, it's got a lot of action, historical, whatever. Yeah. But I mean, they're still big dramas. You know, it's not like Die Hard was getting a right nomination. Which I don't feel like that should but no no no. i did that yeah. was just the first thing i thought of from a from yeah, yeah. An older no time. i get what you're saying so someone on twitter um had said this is from variety uh somebody had, had basically put a screenshot of the 10 highest grossing films accounting for inflation um every single one of these was either nominated for or won best picture with the exception of snow white which oh, was yeah, given an that. honorary oscar popular films are films yeah and so, of course, right when I was about to click on this, now I get an ad for Variety. Um, but it says, um, I hate when looking up stuff online. Okay. Uh, Gone with the Wind, number one, Star Wars, The Sound mm-hmm. of Music, mm-hmm. E.T., Titanic, The Ten Commandments, Jaws, Dr. Zivago. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Zivago. The Exorcist, and then Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. 
So those are all been nominated for Academy Awards, mm-hmm. except except for Snow White. And I think like we started changing like with Get Out, you know, like mm-hmm. Get Out is exactly the prime example of like the type of movie that like probably would have gotten a popular movie or right. and not been nominated in the past. But right. The fact that it was is pretty amazing. I just yeah. I don't I don't know I don't know I don't like it one bit. <laughs> yeah I. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan. Like, I mean, like, you, like, like you said, it, it feels we. It feels like too much of an MTV or People's Choice mm-hmm. sort of thing, right? Because then, at what point are you going to open it up? Oh, let's have the people vote on it. Like, right. is, and maybe is there a way? Like, is that what they're going to do with this? Is it still right? Because you're right. Voting, it needs to be clear gonna... as far as the rules of what constitutes a popular movie. Yeah, because I don't know how they would do that, but yeah, it would. It would almost be like okay if they did it. In a commercial break, as like a voting thing, as like some dumb little thing. Okay, I'm a little more on board with something stupid like that rather yeah, but than it having it be, be like an, a big yeah. deal of like, right. here's your popular film. Oh, and then here we'll get the best picture next. Yeah. Like, that just seems weird. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> we'll see. We'll see. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we there's one film that is, I think, guaranteed. Well, you're <laughs> laughing at me for this. I'm trying to make like, all this stole the here. segue. Here, you can. Here, Sarah, you go ahead. No, I won't lie. It was just, it was just, I, I, I love you and your segues. Uh, I don't have a segue. Oh, I don't go, have I, a segue. I can't, can I, I laugh? <laughs> it's funny when you do that. So there's one film that's like guaranteed to be nominated, I think. You think for so? An Academy Award. For, my, for popular? Is, for popular film. No, for best picture. <laughs> Sarah's laughing. And we saw what it. is it? It's called Black Clansman. It <laughs> Uh, so you guys saw Black Klansman? We did. Cool. I'll let Sarah talk because I'm not talking anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't talk. I'm laughing at you too hard. <laughs> this is so funny. Normally I'm like dead at this time of day, but I think I've just my coffee kicked in. So I'm a little wired. Um, so I would suggest we're going to talk about this. We're not, I don't think we have spoilers, but we have a pretty in-depth convo about it. So if you haven't seen it, I would say... Maybe not listen. Okay. Sorry, bye. Justin. No, Justin, you can say we're not giving spo- it's no spoilers, but like Chris and I both kind of have a lot to say about it. So um maybe watch the movie and then yeah. co- come back and yeah. give this a release. Well, we're not gonna spoil anything, but you know, if you want to know more about like the tone and stuff of the movie, we're gonna talk about that kind of thing. So, so if you don't, don't want to be spoiled yeah. about that kind of thing, then tune away. Mm-hmm. But if if you're fine with that sort of spoiler, then and just keep know just know that you have to go see it. Yeah. So okay, I have a little Homework. summary. Yes. Um. So the movie it's 1970s. They're in Colorado Springs. I think it's like 1979 actually. Mm-hmm. 1979. They're in Colorado Springs. Um. You got Ron Stallworth, who is John David Washington, which is Denzel Washington's son, and which is crazy because he sounds exactly he like Denzel. Like yeah. like you could close your eyes and you would swear Denzel's on screen because just the way he talks and like the tone of his voice is is so similar to his dad. So he becomes the first African American to join the police department, and he ends up um just like calling the Ku Klux Klan out of the blue because he sees an ad and he infiltrates the Klan, but um, obviously he's black, so he can't, you know, meet them in person. Mm -hmm. So he has Adam Driver's character, um, who's Flip Zimmer in the movie. These are all real people. And uh, so Adam Driver's character is the face of the voice, basically. And they, yeah, they join the Ku Klux Klan. And also Adam Driver's character is Jewish, so the Klan hates Jewish people and Mm -hmm. they hate black people. So they hate both of these people and they don't know. 
Um, but I thought, yeah, like Chris said, this is definitely a talker movie. It's mm-hmm. a thinker movie. It's going to have everybody like kind of shocked, I think. Yeah. Like it, it really, I, I thought it was hilarious throughout the film. And I want to bring up comedy because um, we spoke to Kevin Wilmot, who is a professor at KU, who's um, my professor as well. And he um, he was on our podcast. So if you want to hear more about that, then episode 40. So the previous episode um, is all with him talking about his film that he co-wrote with Spike Lee. And he talked about uh, using comedy as a way to tell like a really difficult story. And I think that this is definitely one of those films that hits on a lot of hard issues. Um, Spike Lee. So Sarah and I went to the Q and a, um, the live Q and a before the screening of this film. And Spike Lee said, if you know, if you want to laugh, then laugh laugh. because it's obviously an awkward subject Mm -hmm. to be talking about. Like, I mean, it is very, it's all about race and you're talking about the Ku Klux Klan. You hear a lot of like the N word and you know, things that, you may make people uncomfortable, but yeah, he, he definitely, he was like, yeah, it's, it's a comedy laugh when you feel like laughing. Yeah. And like, it, I think that gave people like a release to be like, okay, like this, I may feel tense and uncomfortable mm-hmm. at this point, but like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, that was their intention. He was telling the story about how was it like, just he, he saw it with some, like a bunch of white people. And he was saying that he was like, they were all looking around, like, can I laugh mm-hmm. at this part? And he's like, just laugh. Yeah. He's like, do, do <laughs> whatever you want. Point. Um, so but, he gives permission for that, which yes. unfortunately not everybody's going to have Spike Lee telling them that at the beginning <laughs> yeah, of their screening, yeah. but hopefully yeah. people will know that because it makes it more enjoyable sure. when you have like, you give yourself a reprieve to be like, wow, this is terrible and I can't believe I'm laughing at this terribleness, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, um, it was really enjoyable, uh, throughout. I thought that the, it was hilarious. I thought it, the story was great. Um, just fascinating story that this actually happened. Um, but it is really hardcore and real and there's really, uh, difficult material, I think in this film to get through at certain parts. Um, the ending, uh, to, without giving away anything, um, it really left the entire theater speechless mm-hmm. to where it was like, you could hear a pin drop because it was silent. It's like one of those movies that the it ends and you just kind of get chills and you're just like, wow, like, and you kind of just like are holding your breath and feeling sick at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's very, it's very powerful and intense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say um, that it really is definitely the most powerful film I've seen this year and the most important film. And I think it leaves like an everlasting impression mm-hmm. on you that um, I had texted uh, Kevin this morning and just told him like committed him on such a great job and I had just told him that it's uh, I think the most important film that I've ever seen mm-hmm. um, which like by the way how cool is it because like never in your maybe not never in your life but like so far up to this life like when have you been able to go to a movie theater mm-hmm. of like a super popular movie and been able to text the guy who wrote it yeah, <laughs> yeah. and been Isn't like crazy hey good job yeah. like yeah. Yeah. mind blowing yeah. like you can go to a movie this movie in particular and because it's Kevin Wilmot and we talked to him but like you have his phone you can tell yeah. him like oh my god I just like we're never gonna go to an yeah. Avengers movie and be able to be like hey man or like you yeah. know yeah. like hey, hey JJ yeah, yeah. JJ good or Star Wars yeah. JJ good job like yeah. that's really cool that you were able to do that yeah. Yeah. and that we were able to talk to the guy that created this well, like also, masterpiece it's also really neat I think for 
you know, um, regardless of what he does in his career, I think it's awesome that he's teaching at a place like KU, sure. which isn't LA. It's not, I mean, KU is what it is. And it's, I think it's a phenomenal film school, but it's just like not on the map. And I kept telling my wife, like, I can't imagine if he continues to teach how cool like students are going to go to this well, class too, it, uh, and be like, holy crap. Like, it's going to give kids hope. Yeah. Like that, they don't have to go to those places to mm-hmm. be exactly. to, to yeah, find success. Yeah, you can write yeah. from anywhere, right? Well, and it's neat. Oh, well, I saw Spike Lee was on Fallon last night, and like he's and he even in the screening last night in the Q and A, he like he's mentioning Kevin. He's giving Kevin the props, you know, mm-hmm. saying like, "Yeah, my part, my writing partner." Like, obviously, like why wouldn't he? He wrote the thing mm-hmm. too, but like it's cool to hear that. Like, and, oh yeah, because Kevin's not the one on. Jimmy Fallon because right, he didn't yeah. direct it, but you hear Spike and you're hearing him say his name, right. and that was kind of cool. He so. posted a, a I follow Kevin on Facebook, and he posted a picture um, from last night. It looked like they were at, so they must have been in LA um, for that Q and A because he posted a picture, and uh, it was Jordan Peele, and he had his arms around Jordan Peele, Spike Lee. Um, and then I imagine maybe one of the other writers. And I was like, man, that's mm. so cool. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> it is really cool. Yeah. So, like, I mean, this was the film that got the 10-minute standing ovation when it screened. And, like, after seeing that and knowing what I saw at the end, like, I totally can understand yeah. why people did that. And, like, just because they felt something. Because mm-hmm. it does, like, just make you feel a lot of emotions at the end. But it was like a pin drop. Like, it mm-hmm. was people were just silent and... It leaves you kind of like in this like deep thought and just awe of like what you went through. And I think part of the reason is because like um, it deals with like Charlottesville a little bit, talking about like how the Ku Klux Klan is kind of back in action or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think part of the reason is because like we went through all those events and like all these racist things in the country and we we didn't really like deal with it or think about it too hard. Like it was like this event happened and then we were on to like the next news cycle. Mm -hmm. Like it was terrible and like we talked about it for whatever two weeks. But like I don't think we processed it. um, We didn't like properly think about it. In, in the context of like history, like yeah. it's like this event happened, but like we didn't think back to like, well, you know, 50 years ago, this was mm-hmm. like a common occurrence. Like it, we weren't thinking about the history of like what that meant yeah. after like all of these events happened recently. So, and I think that this, uh, that, that like they put that into perspective yeah. for me. I think that's why it was so powerful for me is because mm-hmm. like, I'm like, I know that the stuff happened in Charlotte, like all, all like, you know, the Nazis and mm-hmm. stuff marching. Um, but, I hadn't just watched a movie about Nazis in the 1970 in 1979. And that's what I love. I love the, again, the comedy thing because this, this is a great film, but then they kind of bring it all together to where what you just watched. Yeah. It's a crazy story that has a little bit of humor in it. And you're like, I can't believe this happened, but it's also like a sad truth to Mm -hmm. what's going Mm -hmm. on in the world today. And that's what was interesting too. In our Q and a spike had brought up that um, I think the interview guy had asked um, how long did it take you to like put this film together? And he's like, not long. He's like, it was quick. extremely quick. And the guys like started laughing. He's like, no, he goes, most movies take, you know, a couple of years or so to make. And he goes, we literally just, I think they were trying to, I think just get this to be seen by as many uh, audience members mm-hmm. as you can. And they knew it was timely. And like, they did that also with the post. Remember? Like yeah. they said the same thing with the post. Like mm-hmm. they did it, like they had the script and then six months. And it's like, it's because this message is so important. Like from what I've read, in interviews after I saw this movie, you know, Spike saying, like, we never dealt with slavery. And that's why, like, it's still a big 
discussion in the U.S. Like mm-hmm. slavery happened so long ago, but it's the backbone of our country and like we never dealt with it. So I thought I thought that was interesting. And like he talks about like it's a period piece, but it's so relevant today. And like it's all by design. It wasn't a mistake. Like it's all strategized that way. And like they're releasing this on the first anniversary of the Charlottesville mm-hmm. marches, mm-hmm. which is like this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh. I didn't realize like that. it's it was all like part of his master plan, I guess, yeah. to mm-hmm. like do it that way. And I mean, it's a political movie, but it's also um, I think you shouldn't let that get in the way of how you experience it. Because for me, it's more about racism than right. anything. Right. So, I mean, it has the potential to make people angry if uh, they and there's lean a politically yeah. in, in yeah, one in way in or another. Way, yeah. But like, I think the overall like. Most most important message is the message of racism. Yes, in our country, there's a lot, a, a lot of instances that are so true to what is happening in the world today. To where, okay, yes, there is a message, a political message there, but that doesn't that doesn't shy away from the truth mm-hmm. of what, mm-hmm. what's happening. And so, um, yeah, I definitely think that everyone needs to see this film, and and I really, you know. I, I, I I don't know how this wouldn't be nominated for Best Picture, and I would guarantee that it would be nominated for, I guess, Best Adapted Screenplay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that um, it's it's really, really cool. Um, but like Kevin had to do with this film, Spike Lee, I think is kind of like back in mm-hmm. the, the back mix. Back in action. Back in action. I remember, I, I don't, okay, I'm sure he's made other movies Well, uh, since then, because did he do Chirac? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that Inside Man, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think Spike Lee was, he's done a lot in the 90s. Yeah. Um, and, and it definitely 80s. like has his touch in it. There's like yeah. some very apparent like Spike Lee mm-hmm. things that are thrown the, in the there. End. Well, like like the, shots. His, uh, his dolly graphics, move. Yes. The dolly yes. move. He Spoiler, threw that in there. You get a dolly move. <laughs> they talk a lot about like the black jux- or the exploitation films, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, obviously he loves. And Kevin talked about that mm-hmm. with us, so we know he loves that too. Yeah. Um, but I can, you know, like I can honestly see, I think Adam Driver is going to get a nomination. Yeah, Probably. He was great. I think Washington will too. But like mm-hmm. for me, the standout role was. Adam Driver, I just thought he yeah. was so, so, so phenomenal. That's what I was telling Justin too. Is I don't, I didn't say about the Adam. I thought Adam Driver was great, but mm-hmm. uh, John David Washington, mm-hmm. um, I, I thought he was great. Yeah, uh, but I don't know if it's enough. No, it was to, fine. Like know. he was good, yeah. but like I don't know what it was about. I don't like Adam Driver for me. Just like really. Has it he been together. nominated yet? Because he's amazing. I don't think so. Well, no. I mean, he hasn't really done anything he's just done a lot of like great like roles he had this one movie called patterson i think it was called where he was like a bus driver that was supposed to be really good and i thought maybe he would get something but i i I loved him i love topher grace's he plays david duke Mm -hmm. and topher in the q a talks about like how how awkward it was to say these lines and these Mm -hmm. words and stuff and how different that was for him he he did a great job like embodying this evil you know racist person um, he's not in it very much. Like I thought he was going to have a big, bigger role, but he yeah. really isn't in it mm-hmm. that much. Yeah, but like overall, it's a good movie. Like I think, yeah. it, I think the film has flaws. Like I think it could have been cut down probably twenty minutes. There's mm-hmm. there probably some scenes in there that like I don't know that contributed as much. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Chris when we left, I was like, it could have been two different movies for me. Like 
for me, I was like so interested in just like the true story and the plot and like this police officer. But then obviously in the, in all this is the message and the mm-hmm. politicalness. And I'm like, you could have taken all that stuff out and it still would have been a really great movie. And I still would have enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. But adding all that stuff in there to get those emotions out of me just added so much more to it. Sure. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that they did. But at the same time, like part of it, I was like, man, I could have done without this and this and this. Like, just tell me about the movie and like the interesting parts of it. But it was you, still good. You know, the funny thing for me was that some movies that are, so it's, I think, two hours and 15 minutes. Some movies that get over two hours, um, like I usually love um, movies that are over two hours. Two and a half is a little too long for me, depending on the movie. Like Boyhood uh, that I just watched was two hours and too 45 long. minutes. Way so too long. getting into the three-hour realm. Oh, I fall black, asleep during that black, <laughs> black Klansman, I never really uh, got that way. I, I looked down at my watch at one point, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it's almost over. See, and so I thought, it, I thought, I thought there it was different. Really well. I was like, man, okay, they could have cut this a little bit shorter. They could have, like, mm-hmm. I was kind of editing it in my head a little bit. But it was, I mean, I still, I didn't li- not like it because of yeah. that, but. I found myself uh, tapping my foot a lot because the music was really was And really that's good. why we will have our own theaters to kick people at Chris out. Yeah. <laughs> See, shaking the entire row. I know. I kept thinking. I'm like, oh, gosh, I forgot that Sarah hates. Like, did you ever, like, don't like hear shaking. me or, or see me? Well, it's just the Alamo is the worst uh-huh. for it because the seats are all connected in the row. So if yeah. one person is doing it three three seats away from you, the whole row is filling did it. You, did you feel me doing that? No. I was going to say, you should have just, like, nudged so. me. The lady next to me, foot was in my space, so I was more focused on that. Yeah, she kept asking. Didn't, why, I don't know why she was asking you about uh, silverware. But she oh, was like asking. Well, it's because when we sat down, I was like talking about the Q. I was like, why are they doing the QA? I was like, do you know? Like, I had, I, that was my, I opened the floodgates of conversation. Uh, never talk to strangers. Yeah. Well, anyways, so, so that's Black, that's Black Klansman. So, long story short, it's a great film, and Sarah made a friend. <laughs> I didn't. So. No, her foot was distracting me. <laughs> I hope she listened to this. I was like, is that my, that yeah. It was in my space. Um, cool. Yay, Kevin I'll go, Wilmot. I'll go see it. I'll go see it, guys. Yeah, you everyone sold me. go see it. You're it's welcome. Great. Yay. <laughs> okay, well, have a good weekend, Thanks everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Um, we'll be back at some point next, next week. week. Probably next week. Probably yeah, next week. Hopefully. <laughs> And then you go on. Most va- likely, when you go I'm, on gonna go, I'm going on vacation after that. But uh, yeah. we'll be we'll be around. Sarahless, another Sarahless episode. Maybe yeah. we'll have to do that. It'll be somebody famous, and they'll be mad that I missed. It. I know we got We got to get somebody big. <laughs> yeah, just to rude. continue. How rude! How rude! <laughs> okay, bye guys. Bye.